This is the podcast where we talk about everything sports and wrestling. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Rant and Rave podcast, starring Brandon Martin, the young blood outsider Jordy Scow, Eric Lima, Uriel Ibarra, Michael Bombardier, and as they talk about everything on their minds, let the ranting and raving begin. Minus one, Yuri Barra. Yep, once again. And with that, thank you, Alex Paris, and welcome to episode one ninety of the Rants and Rave podcast. Ten more weeks. Yes. Ten more weeks. Ten, Ten more weeks. Ten more weeks. Yep. Ten. As mentioned, 10 more weeks away till we get to the big episode 200 of the show. And also, happy first day of June. Man, time has been, has been going fast as late, though. My gosh. That's what someone told me on Messenger. And you know what I said to that individual? I said, it's a lot better, better than the last three years since the beginning of the 2020s. And the individual said amen to that. Yes, and also happy Pride Month, as Jeffrey would put that as well. And with that, thank you for making us your very first listen of the podcast and subscribe to your preferred podcast platform wherever you get your podcasts at, either on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for podcasters, etc. And leave us a five-star review of the show. And if you're currently watching the video version of the podcast, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell for all new episodes of the Rants and Ray podcast. And even like this episode as well. And subscribe to the others on this panel, which I'll introduce to them in just a second. I'm the Fire Brennan Martin, co-founder, co-creator, producer, one of the six makers, currently one of four, because as mentioned, Uriel is still doing the uh, flooring in his room and with Andrew at work, which some people would say not surprising to others, but again, I digress. With that, next to me as always is the other co-founder, the other co-creator, the director, second of six, currently second of four, the young blood outside, Jordy Scow. Tonight will be an episode long to remember, even though we are 10 weeks away from our big 200. But know this, when we get to the main event, let's just say these three others will not be on this panel. I will be solo because there are two individuals that I'm going to verbally rip apart and expose. But we will wait because I can be a very patient man. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But we'll wait till we get there. Oh, yeah. But all that aside, introducing is our other host, the first star, Mr. Shenanigan himself, Eric Lima. June the 1st, summer is on the way. We're 20 days away from summer. 
Um, I know this weekend's going to be a little bit cooler than expected here in Massachusetts. I know the, uh, the last month of May, we had bears running around here in the, in the south coast of Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Were they on cocaine? <laughs> Here's the ironic part about that, Jordan. They had uh, there were, the police arrested two guys for cocaine trafficking. I said it's a it's a good thing the police got all the uh, the paraphernalia, drug paraphernalia, because had the bears come around, and got a hold of it, it would have been a sequel to the whole thing. And if I got involved, who would play me? Either Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill. It doesn't matter because. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, well, it's a brand new month. Episode 190, 10 episodes away from 200 of Rant and Rave. Can't wait. I am honored to be part of this podcast and uh, for, uh, for part of the 200 episodes on. Had the honor of interviewing um, various great guests on the show. We had a lot of fun with them and all that. And hopefully episode 200 will be a great, great episode. So uh, well, right now, 190, let's get to it. June 1st, let's have some fun. Let's get it. Yes. And also with us is the Buffalonian bulldozer, Michael Bombardier. And I'm back after a week away in the Bahamas, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to episode 190. I missed you guys. It's like so, it's like someone saying, like, and and did you and, and I miss you. Did you miss me? I missed you too. Did you miss me? I guess not. But, nev- but nevertheless, welcome in. We got a lot of pro wrestling to talk about. That we do. It was, you know, basically it was on memorial- one year results, Mike. You're not going to like. Huh? Yeah, especially with NXT what? Battleground, which wait, we wait, get wait, to. Wait, what? What? What is? No, shh. Don't spoil anything. Uh-oh. Is your mom trying to be like Paul Heyman going good put spoilers on? I did say something. That's what I always say. Oh boy. Okay, since all right, since you guys wanna wanna invade my, my show, go ahead. Here you are. <laughs> <laughs> American gladiators, man. Yeah, I'll take some meatloaf mashed potatoes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Eric, I, Eric, I missed that show. I mean, yeah. I saw the while we miss it, but they're bringing back the um the, the in the UK they're bringing back gladiators. Yeah. All right, so. But yeah, it was on um, Memorial Day weekend, and I'm not going to lie. I hope they don't do anything like they did this past Sunday ever again because – and I'm not saying that because, you know, me and Brandon were actually live at the same time. I'm pretty much saying, like, I would have watched Battleground had I not been solely focused for AEW Double or Nothing 2022. So this is what I'm going to say right here for the final record. Please do not date uh, an event or book an event that is, you know, on the same date as another, you know, that's broadcasting because that can cause a divide. And the last thing I want is to cause any divides for viewership of our audience that we share, you know. 
Well, me and Brandon already had already had a plan. If they were if they were to book Battleground uh, at an earlier time, would yeah. that be intriguing? That could have been. They could have booked it like this month. You know, like you know, like but instead they didn't. Well, in, me and Brandon, we already we talked about this. I said once Battleground ends early, we would join you. So that's why. Yeah. Hey, do you realize that we're all clean shaven, fresh faced babies here? I mean, yeah. look, at, look at us, man. Well, look I wasn't. Well, at dude. first, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna shave my face, given you know the main event. But you know what? I wasn't gonna let two dumb sons of bitches, you know, get my mood down. So I decided to. Yeah, clean up and get and the, that's you know, the way to go. Yeah. You got the Paul Heyman look, the, the hair slicked back with the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I got the ponytail. Well, the thing is, Paul Heyman's hair back then it was already balding from the front, yeah. He, the and, you know, even, even, a, even a hat, well, yeah, true that. And he's also got you know that hat going on. I mean, the thing is, with me, I don't need a hat, I've already got enough, you know, hair as it is. So it's almost it's, like he, if he did commentary with Jim Ross all over again, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes, anyway, we are, um, <laughs> Let's first introduce our, you know, uh, people in the live chat. We've got William Braun, the Conqueror. We got Jeffrey. We got Lauren. We got Bofa, D's Nuts, which I'm about to, you know, get people, <laughs> which I'm about to get two individuals gagging on. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the Godfather, Dominic Williams. He's Chuck for the Mitchell Hill Jr., welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of June of 2023. Well, I agree with Godfather on this one. Go Nuggets. Hope you beat the heat. But yeah, you, you look handsome, Brandon, Jory, Eric, and Michael. Did I mention we're all clean, fresh face? Yes, I am a model. Rick Martell. God, you know. Rick Martell. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, was Rick Martell one time in ECW? That's a good question. I didn't think of that. Either he was or he wasn't. Because every time I saw that introduction for ECW, like they had this guy almost come across as a woman because he had no shirt under the under a sports jacket. But mm. yet, all of a sudden, when you when, when you think it's a woman, the the camera goes up and then it's a man. I'm like, and you know what I did? I'm like, Oh, that could that could be freaking Don Callis when he had the long no, hair. No, but I did get my hair back. If you know I, think that I, mean. would be, I think that was Don Callis when he had the long hair when he was known as Cyrus. Oh yes, Cyrus. Oh my god. But anyway, um, we'll go ahead in chronological order of you know the events that followed. So we will go with uh, afternoon of champions, and if you live in Saudi Arabia, it's night of champions. And just so we're clear, one of the opening matches was supposed to be the triple main event. However, how is it a part of the triple main event if it's opening the show? Well, I see it this way. You got the first main event, the middle main event, and you got the final main event. Well, there, well, the thing is, with me, this is how I've analyzed it. And I've also said it on, you know, the um, on the Tusu Wrestling Podcast. And it was on the very first episode. And you guys can look that back on Lee JC TV's, you know, uh, channel. I said that there's the opening match, of course, but in every pay-per-view, and this and this excludes, you know, from TV because TV's TV shows only have one main event. For pay-per-views, they have three main events. They have the quarter main event, the semi-main event, and then there's the main event that calls off the show. 
that's what I believe in. Now, if you want further proof of of a, of that kind of caliber, look at WrestleMania 29 with Punk versus Undertaker, Triple H versus Brock Lesnar, and then The Rock versus Cena 2, you know, at WrestleMania 29. Now, I know a lot of people may have mixed opinions on what match was booked for the main event, but in my honest opinion, that was booked as a triple header for the to be a triple main event. So, I just um, I just got we got I got a message from Uriel from the Rate and Rave crew uh, um, chat here. It says, "Okay, mates. Later on, I'll be making an important post of my whereabouts, and it's a serious one." Well, I hope it's nothing too bad. But if it, but if he's gonna be gone for a while, I mean, I'd say take your time. You know. Yeah, true. Yeah. Very true. I have to agree. No. Besides, without I mean, Uriel is a, an important part of the show. I mean, nobody can argue that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, since we're already 13 minutes in, let's go ahead and start with Night of Champions. Brennan, you go ahead and do the honors. Yep. As we start off, as mentioned, the tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship as Seth freaking Rollins beating AJ Styles to become the inaugural world heavyweight champion. Not surprised there. And, you know, we, we picked him. I picked him to win it. So, heck of a matchup, really. I wish AJ had won because it would have proven that at least, you know, he's like, you know, he's like dominated WWE like all the way from his beginning. And now he's not getting anywhere for no reason at all. And I think that's a shame. I know it's a shame, but I think also he's recruit still recuperating from that ankle injury, and that could be another reason why they want to make sure he, he can go after that, you know, recuperate from that ankle, and that's probably another reason why he has not won the title. And it could be a lot of pressure on him if he does become the champion and he, and he hurts his ankle again. So Yeah, um, well he's not the one going in the movies, so Yeah. Oh no, that's you know, it is it is a toss up for the WWE because you got you know the AJ Styles recruitment uh, recuperating from an ankle injury to make sure he's Okay and ready to go. I think they're very concerned about that. While at the same time, you know, Rollins did. I think it's gonna be like a little bit of a bit part in the movie. I'm not sure, of the Captain America movie. I'm not so sure. We'll find out eventually. But right now, Rollins is the champion, so um, he he's earned it as well. And and the two respecting each other on Monday Night Raw, that was a cool thing to see. So it sure was. And then we get into uh, the singles match as Becky Lynch goes one on one with Trish Stratus, and. With the help of Zoe Stark, Chris Stratus gets the win over Becky Lynch. I mean, um, I didn't really see this happening, but not, not honestly, either. I don't really. It doesn't really surprise me at this point because the the Saudi people up there they do like you know nostalgia and they like it when the older people win, even though mm. Trish does not look old. If you ask me, I mean, no, oh no, hell no. I mean, she doesn't. She she doesn't look a day over over fifty or sixty. She just she, it feels like she's still in a time capsule, and she just emerged, you know, out of nowhere, and she's still looking good. Yeah, and I, I see it this way with the Zoe Stark situation getting involved in. Zoe Stark has an opportunity to work with two of the biggest names in the WWE right now, as far as the women's division is concerned, in Becky Lynch and in Trish Stratus, and that's going to really help Zoe Stark. Um, rise and her, her stock rise as well and it's going to help and i think the wwe's highly of her and i'll tell you one thing zoe stark could be uh one that can one we'll give him one woman that can run in the women's division in the future you know right now future oh my god right oh, now no 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 
great Scott. <laughs> there we go. Uh, a little Christopher Lloyd there. Um, and I think well, right now, right now, Oscar and Ripley are the champions in there, and there we'll, we'll probably get to the Oscar one and the Ripley one. Um, but still, Zoe Stark, that's it's uh, working with Trish, uh, lining her lining herself with Trish, and then working against Becky Lynch. It's not really going to help Zoe Stark out. Um, so. I agree. I mean, you need all the help you can get to progress in this business, and who better than to work a program with Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch? Even though I have one question. Where is Lita? Good question. That's what I'm thinking too. And oh, uh, yeah. so, yep. and Chuck Jose Salma Hayek agree. agree, agree. All right, and then we go on to the next match. This time for the Intercontinental Championship as Gunta defending that title against Mustafa Ali again. No surprise. Gunta retains that title over Mustafa Ali. I will say, though, I did watch this match while on a live reaction with um, Sage of the Six Paths. Shout out to him, by the way. Um, I knew that going into this match, there was no way Mustafa Ali was going to was going to win. And for the fact that he would say that he would leave WWE if he doesn't win, hold on a second. That just doesn't make any sense. Why would you say you leave WWE if you, you know, if you don't win a title? That's like, that's like freaking Chavo Guerrero saying that if he doesn't win the Intercontinental title from Benjamin the night after WrestleMania 22, you know, on behalf of Eddie Guerrero, then he would retire. I mean, like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you are right in that, in that endeavor. In fact, um, if you watched NXT this past Tuesday night. Yeah. I, I heard he went he went over there along yeah. with another individual who we can who we'll talk about in just a few moments afterwards. Yeah, and I think Dante's gonna be a very happy dude. He might yeah, be with all the fruity that, pebbles he's been having. If, <laughs> if, if, if Dante might be, be happy, no pun intended, you know, regarding the individual in <laughs> be happy. Yeah, so. Um if he, if that individual becomes the world I mean not the world, the NXT. Well then again, the NXT title should be a world title. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, if, he, if he somehow wins the NXT title, here's the thing. Why did he do this like during his first run? Like seriously. Yeah. Anyways, but, yeah. But so yeah. Uh, Mustafa Ali, he may be eyeing the North American championship. You never know with him. So it would be very interesting to see what you know develops now with Mustafa Ali now on NXT. Trish and Zoe versus Lunch and Lita. I think that's a good that'd be a good tag team. Yeah. Yeah, it was you know, a dream tag team matchup. I think they'll probably save that for SummerSlam. Yeah, I have to. Yes. And now we go on to another title match, but this time for the Raw Women's Championship as Bianca Belair defending her title against Oscar. <laughs> I did not see this coming, but go ahead. Yeah, like I said. Well, she was going to do the mist on Bel Air, but kind of botched it in a way. However, she did another route with, you know, putting the mist on her hand and then putting it on Bel Air's eyes and then becomes the Raw Women's Champion. Which is kind of a sneaky move if you think about it, you know. The mist has been very popular in Japan. With people like Tajiri using it, and the great Muda who started it, putting the great Kabuki, and everybody else. Oscar just really made a smart 
smart move. It's like, okay. Honestly, I think, think that was out of nowhere. I know that in my head, I'm thinking, why didn't they do this for WrestleMania? But then again, it doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, uh, Bianca is no longer champion. And she'll probably, you know, have to go after the SmackDown Women's title now because, you know, now is Asuka part of SmackDown or Raw? She's part of SmackDown. Okay, that's the one thing that I don't understand that doesn't make sense to me. Why are you letting SmackDown superstars compete for a Raw title while you're having Raw superstars compete for a SmackDown title? That does not make any sense to me. That's and a pressured sure move. Says. It just... It just mind boggles me how this system mm. works. But then again, I'm glad they're not switching the titles like they did two years ago. Thank God. I think they're, they're going to save that for a money in the bank. That's what I'm thinking. Because whoever wins the money in the bank, if it's a Raw superstar that wins the money in the bank, that Raw superstar can cross over to SmackDown, cash in on the Raw Women's Champion. Or if it's a SmackDown superstar that wins the money in the bank, that SmackDown superstar can cash in, go on the Raw and cash in on Rhea. As much as I love. Love Bianca. It was time for a new champion. Thing is, I understand why they did this, why they booked Bianca to look so strong and have this long, luxurious title reign. It was because they wanted to have their the longest reigning, you know, uh, African American slash Black women's champion ever. Because I don't think you. I mean, no disrespect to Jazz that we've also had on the show for the 100th episode. You know, to throw that as a throwback for you. Um. Like, no disrespect towards Jazz or anybody who's been women's champion for a little bit of time, for a long bit of time. I just don't I just don't get why they have to think that they needed to do this in order to prove a point. Like, their company isn't pro-white or it isn't racist and whatnot have you. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I think, you know, Bianca was a perfect choice. I just didn't think her title reign needed to be that long, you know, after WrestleMania, it should have ended like at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. But yes, either way, we go on to the another matchup, but this time for the SmackDown Women's Championship, as Rhea Ripley defending her title, accompanied by Dominic Mysterio, going up against Natalia. However, before the match started, the usual. Uh, Blindside attack, and then, well, just like that, well, and then in, in a quickie, as Ripley defeating uh, Natalia to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. In a minute ten, probably the worst match of the night. Oh my god, probably the worst match, you know, of the year in my book, because you completely, they completely squash Natalia, like. And I'm like in my head, what what was Triple H thinking? Like I know he's in charge of the booking backstage because it's it's a fact now because Vince is handling things in the front office. But Paul, Paul Levesque, like what the were you thinking? Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Sucked. Yes. However, we go on to another matchup as we have the Roy Raging Retard Farm Boy Cowboy, whoever the blue fuck he is, of Bork Laser. 
as he had to go up against the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. By and winning by technical submission, which that doesn't surprise me, which Lesnar getting the win over Rhodes, even though Rhodes was not at 100%. To me, I didn't think, I don't think it mattered if, if Rhodes was 100% or, or 90%. To me, I knew Lesnar was going to get that win regardless because this is what they they're doing. They're trying to they're, they're doing a formula where they're trying to get, you know, like to help Cody, you know, get at a disadvantage here where Lesnar is a huge threat to his path to becoming undisputed universal WWE champion. So, and besides, I mean, I knew Lesnar was going to win that match because like you've had Brock lose you know, like a lot of times, you know, in the past and up until WrestleMania, I mean, that was, I mean, that's it. I mean, as I don't really, I don't say this often, but Lesnar has surprised me and has impressed me this year because he's been competing more on these premium live events this year than he has since his, you know, return in 2020 or, or no, 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 excuse me, 2021. But then it all started with his, you know, you know, his uh, second return to the company in 2012. But he's been booked more this time, and I think it has to do with Endeavor because they must have more money to pay Lesnar to actually be, you know, to actually be booked in these events now. Canadian tuxedo wearing Bork, Bork laser. Well... But yeah, part three, Money in the Bank, yes. I, I do believe that's going to happen. Yes, most definitely. But after Cody, what's next for Brock? Even if, I mean, I know Lesnar's going to lose to Cody at, at Money in the Bank. There's no question about it. But who, who will be on the next program with Lesnar if they're going to put him in another rivalry? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> if anything, I'd say, like, why not guys like AJ Styles or Seth Rollins? Yeah. At least Rollins rolled back again like they did back in 2019. And, we, and you know what? The thing is, at least with Rollins, he actually could beat Lesnar, you know. And the thing is, he didn't have to do it in under like 10 minutes. I mean, he actually, you know, he actually beat him. And, and unlike Drew McIntyre, he didn't need, need the Claymore kick or whatever to do it under a minute or three minutes or whatever. He just straight up beat him at SummerSlam, whether the guys were cheering or booing him. Oh, yes. Ooh, I'm gonna go. I was going to say Lesnar and Cross. Karrion Cross? Yeah. You know what? That would be an interesting program. But the thing is, Lesnar's heel right now. And how are you going to switch him back to a baby face? I mean, that's the thing I don't like with, with wrestlers. When, when they have certain wrestlers, like when you had Big Show or Kane to be switching from heel to face, heel to face, heel to face, that I don't like that kind of idea. Oh, yeah. Me neither. But then we get to the main event for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. As Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending those towels against the bloodline of the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns and Solo 
Sikoa, accompanied by their special counsel, Paul Heyman. Better call Paul. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, the Saudi Arabians up there who are not part of the initial government, mind you, the ones that were in the crowd. In fact, uh, according to Eric, like he said, um, like when I came on the panel to join Brandon and him, they it was reported that they were loving Sammy Zayn, you know, that they, yeah, loved, they, they they gave him love, they gave him praise. I mean, and and, that's, and even and despite his background as a Syrian, you know, and despite the the problems between Syria and and um, Saudi Arabia, I'm not gonna lie, the politics. I don't know what they what WWE did to pay off, you know, to get the politics out of the way for just one time only. But I got to say, this was a this was a great decision, and I'm glad that you know Sami Zayn competed at this event. I'm glad, and you know what? I'm also happy about the reaction he got from the crowd because if you ever thought of the reaction Hogan and and Warrior got at WrestleMania, not I mean not WrestleMania nine, WrestleMania six was was loud enough, you know, inside of the stadium. This one, in my view, kind of topped that. So yeah. Lots of love and praise to Sami Zayn for giving it a performance alongside with Kevin Owens and a great main event to close out the show. Yeah, I mean, goodness sakes. Jimmy Uso, I have to say. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah. Super kicked Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think the lesson to be learned never turn <laughs> Roman Reigns, don't turn your back on someone else. It, it, don't shove someone's brother in the face. That's what happened, you know, because I think Jay Uso was getting his face shoved. Jimmy Uso saw that as you mess with my brother, I'm messing with you. Super kick to the face, and that was my dinner right there. You guys did not see that because it's all good. And like, Godfather may be right about this. Yeah, he, I have to agree with him because SmackDown be right about this. Roman show, but it's about to become, you know, chaos. It, it was about remember when Raw had the 30th anniversary show. They were supposed to have this big to do. With the bloodline acknowledging Roman Reigns, but instead it turned to a trial with Sami Zayn. Now, oh my God. are you saying that? Are you about to tell me there, there's about to be a trial for Jimmy Uso? I don't. I hope not, but uh, uh, something's going to go down. Good lord! Oh, all I know me. is it's supposed to be a 1,000 day reign, a celebration tomorrow, and, and I have a feeling. Show up on SmackDown. You know what? Why not? That could be another thing. That both for the sofa is he's got they've got a point. Rikishi may end up getting involved in this situation. Oh yeah, he may be getting involved in involved in the situation. This could because you know, the Usos are his, are the Usos' sons. It's so so Sokoa. You're talking about three brothers. Is, you know, Rikishi is the father of the Usos. Yeah, I say. yeah, and so Sokoa. So I look at it this way. This 1,000 day race celebration is going to turn into something that, the, and it could be turned into a confrontation at least with Roman Reigns and the Usos. Something, something big is going to go down tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Something well, big is going down tomorrow well, night. Well, if it's as big as Rikishi's ass cheeks, of course it's going to go down big. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I thought that was Yokozuna's. 
Well, he's got the ass of an amphitheater. <laughs> so said Rob Bartlett. <laughs> and I agree with him on that part. As for everything else uh, Ron Bartlett did, I mean, it was garbage. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. You know, it's too bad that Rikishi and Yokozuna did not ever team up once because that would have been an awesome team. Actually, funny you should mention that they actually faced each other one time. Yeah, um, Yokozuna and Rikishi did when um, when well, the Headstrikers were tag team. Cha- not, not as a Sultan though, I don't think. But uh, I, no, no, no. I think he was the Sultan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking. Th- yeah, Rikishi was the Sultan, but I'm talking about they. I don't think they faced each other one on one. I think um, Yokozuna kind of la- kind of like goes off TV when the Sultan came into the picture. Because uh, because he was really prominent in '97 when he fought Rocky Maivia, aka The Rock, for the Intercontinental Title WrestleMania 13. So Sultan came in uh, a little later. I think Yokozuna was like phasing, was getting phased out a little bit. I re- the only time Yokozuna and Rikishi faced each other when Rikishi was known as Fought Two, one half of the Headstrikers when they were tag team champions, and they were fending the titles in the King of the Ring '94 against Yokozuna and Crush at the time. Yeah. So. And I'm gonna say it's too bad that during the Attitude Era or later, Yokozuna didn't. Uh, when Rikishi made his debut, like in part of '99, Yokozuna did not come back and team with Rikishi because that would have been an awesome team to deal with. So, but well, too bad. well, the only unfortunate thing is that we had Yokozuna be on that uh, Heroes of Wrestling pay per view, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least the Undertaker, when Yokozuna passed away in 2000, the Undertaker did pay tribute to him by wearing a Yokozuna shirt. Oh, oh yeah, I just realized, Heroes of Wrestling, how could have a, of an event like that happen? Because it's H-O-W, how? How, oh boy. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, geez, here we go. Another corny joke. Anyways, um, yeah, because Yokozuna was part of that Bone Street crew with Undertaker, so, uh, you know. In the backstage thing, so but like like both have said, Rikishi couldn't end up on SmackDown tomorrow. He may, and I would not be surprised. I'd be so I'd be happy to see Rikishi. Maybe I mean, Rikishi he may, he may not. I mean, it's all depending on on the storytelling value. So. Yeah, yeah. This is what this like I said. It's going something big's going down tomorrow night on SmackDown. Got a feeling. Got a feeling. Yeah, that that main event, man, which Kevin Owens and Sammy Sammy retain the titles. Looks like. Now I think Imperium's got their sights set on uh, Zayn and Owens. Of course, I mean they. I mean, like with with Gunther, why should he be the only one carrying gold in that group? Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, uh, Imperium's former NXT Tag Team Champions. So mm-hmm. why, not? why not? They win the belts from uh, Zayn and Owens. They'd be Triple Crown Champions already. Yeah. Indeed. All right. I Wait, cannot... I just thought of something. Since we have the um, the undisputed tag team titles, what does that mean now? Like, since we got a world heavyweight title, should we have a world tag team title? Ooh, maybe they'll bring that back. Interesting. Or uh, I don't know if they're going to split the title on uh, the tag team titles up. What, what would be what would the point be? I mean, what would be the point of splitting these titles if you're just gonna have another world title for you know to oppose Roman Reigns, and then you got these tag titles that yes, you can jump from both brands, but then again, 
there's also minimum opportunities when you'll ever see them on a certain brand. Yeah, true. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's basically it for the the more like the afternoon of champions if you're <laughs> in the US or nine champions in uh, Saudi Arabia. But now we move on to the results for NXT Battleground. Hold on to your hat, Mike. Oh, yes. <laughs> more, lo- more like hold on to your headphones. Oh, hold, yeah, hold on to your brain. Yep. And yep. we... Ber- brain? Brain. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm going to get myself a, bit, uh, a big orange soda, so you go ahead. Okay. As the white Kel Mitchell leaves. <laughs> the white Kel Mitchell. The white Kel Mitchell. That's a new one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on to your chili do- dogs. <laughs> Good burger, too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We go on to start off the opener with the triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. As Wesley defending that title against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. I gotta admit, I got I dig Joe Gacy's theme song. It's because it sounds like an eight nineties alternative rock band type of song. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. But yep. And with that He's just a creepy dude. Yeah, it can be creepy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's creepy? Joe Gacy. Oh, Joe Gacy. I'm still oh, waiting. Yeah. Or is you like to put a Jordy? I'm actually still waiting for jo- Joe Gacy versus Bray Wyatt. Well, there are reports that that Bray Wyatt may be returning as the Fiend. Hmm. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Well... Given the reason of what happened to Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah, that is right. Hold on to your chili dogs. Oh, my God. Because I already know what it is, though. I have to say with Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I- yeah. Speaking of, have you guys announced it yet? Not yet. We well, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and do it. Um, Alexa Bliss, well, there's some good news, bad news, and good news for Alexa Bliss. Good Mm -hmm. news is, she is cancer-free. Yes. Yep. Bad news is, we are not going to see her for quite some time. And the good news part about the bad news is that she's expecting a child. She's been pregnant since March. Yep. So that means say, December 2023. And I tweeted her. I said, I'm guessing, I'm calling it right now. Your baby's going to be a Christmas baby. Yep. I know a couple, a couple of friends of mine that were born on Christmas. Yes. I, I think I have a friend of mine that was born around December. But then again, I don't know if he gets double amount of presents in December for both his birthday and Christmas. But that's just me. Yeah, it's only been a huge debate about that if you were born around Christmas time. That that's that's a crazy uh, thing to. Uh, well, we do know Miro was born on Christmas. Yeah, Miro. Yeah, Miro. Miro was born. I'm like nine days before that. Hmm. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, my word. I mean, yes, again, as mentioned, Wesley retained the title for both Bate and Gacy. And then we get. I'm not in. surprised by that. I'm not nope, surprised. Neither oh, yeah. Now we get to this matchup, which is the for the NXT Heritage Cup title, which is in British Rounds Rules match. You know, I'm going to look up. I, I know a lot of you probably the good folks out there don't know what British Rounds Rules are. And I will briefly and quickly. It's like two out of three, or yeah. I, I I like I like talking about the British rounds matchup and the ruling. So I'm going to uh, uh, let's see Heritage Cup. Okay, give me a second. Come on, phone. Do your thing. Thank you. History. Uh, history. Um, okay. And okay, here we go. Uh, British rounds rules that it goes like this for those you don't know matches consist of six three minute rounds with 20 second breaks between each round. Matches, like you said, Michael, two out of three falls. Falls can be won by pitfall, submission, or count out. Once a fall occurs, the round ends. The match ends once a wrestler has won two falls. In the event of disqualification or a knockout, the match instantly ends without the need for two falls. If all six rounds are completed, whoever's ahead on falls wins the matchup. That's your British rounds rules. Yeah. Oh God, I thought you were stopping because I burned. <laughs> oh, God. oh no. But yeah. <laughs> like that, like. Yeah. But yes, uh, Noam Dart was defending that heritage. Alicia Fox. Against Dragon Lee, which with Darla with accompanied by Aura Mensa, and then Lee was accompanied by Nathan Frazier. Yeah. Nathan Frazier, he's a cool dude. I like him. He is, I have to say. And they were getting that even up at one apiece. However, interference comes in play. Yeah. We had a card Jackson and then Last Legend. Last Legend and then hits uh, the bucket on to Lee and then Dar retains that NXT Heritage Cup. I thought they were dissing the um, Noam Dar watching it NXT. It's like now it's like a master plan put into place by Noam Dar, man. I'll tell you one thing. Dragon Lee's not going to be, not going to let that go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know Dragon Lee wants that revenge for sure. Get back at Dar. But we will see what happens from there. But now... We get into another match, which is the last man standing match. As it was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal indeed. Ilya Dragunov going up against Dijak. The, these two, I'll tell you, Ilya Dragunov lives for pain, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I thought think, Foley was. I don't think Dragunov is human. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't think Dragon Off him. This guy lives for pain. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I think he of these experiences with uh, Gunter, aka Walter, in his matchups. I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be nuts. And for him to survive that match. Oh yeah, my gosh, and that was a. Great match between both Dragunov and Dijak, though. My gosh. And, of course, Dragunov defeating Dijak 
and he can't get up within the count of 10. If they put him against Dabakato, it's going to be hell. Merry Christmas and Happy Easter. Uh, Matthew Holland, we're in June, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're new here, but welcome. <laughs> we're in June, brother. Easter's already passed and Christmas is just halfway. What's <laughs> coming, man? Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. It's June, brother. It's June, dude. It's freaking June. Oh, I'm joking with you. I love. It. I, I know. know. We were laughing because it's funny. Yes. But yeah, again, uh, welcome, Matthew. If you're new here. Oh my God, that's great. Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, eat June, brother. Eat June. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, no. The the Easter Bunny. Bunny. Easter Bunny into the mix. Buck, buck, buck. Oh, my God. All right. Merry Christmas, Happy Easter. Here comes the Easter Bunny in the life. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Joking with you. You are loving. Oh, okay. Oh, that was great. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. It, it is. It All right. Great. Now, we Cottontail. All right. Here comes Peter Cottontail. Cottontail. Hopping down the woody trail. Hippity, happy, hippity. <laughs> oh, pop boing like a bunny. Pop boing like a bunny. <laughs> I want to point this out, too, that I found out this morning. That oh. turns out Al Al Pacino, you know, the guy who played played in Scarface. He's, he's actually expecting his very first child. Woo! I yeah. am not making this up. What? What? Holy. How old is the man? 74? It's 74? all over, Al. Get a cab. Um, let me he check. He's got a younger girlfriend. He has to. The girl is younger, yes. I, obviously. Honey, more power to that guy. He's 83. Hey. Al, it's over. Somebody call my mama. It doesn't matter. I mean. I'll be right back. I'm going to get a drink about this. Wait a minute. No, no, no. He does have children. He's got like three others. But, but this one, yeah, he's going to have his first child with this one named Nor, I believe. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, how old is his girlfriend? That's why how, I, don't, I don't know. I, got okay, I, don't know how, I don't know how you can still do it at 83. Okay, uh, William said. How are you still doing There's a thing called Viagra. Have you not heard of it? Ugh. I've heard of Viagra, but <laughs> 54, Noor Afawa. He has to. It's 83 minus 30, uh, 54. That means, holy mac, the woman was 29, oh. years, 29 years old. Holy. Yeah. 20 freaking nine. Oh, my gosh. Holy Christmas. Al Pacino, mad respect. <laughs> yes. Mad, mad respect. You can, you can get you can get impregnated a girl on that at your age. Good Lord. 
Woo. I probably wouldn't score, but that's okay. <laughs> Al Pacino, hey, you make all the money in the world. You can have any woman you a want. 54-year age difference. Well, thing is, I'm not, I'm not, you know, comfortable with certain mm. relationships where they have to have a, a very large gap between them. Yeah. But I will say, though, that I've got to say, this is probably the biggest news to ever hit since Deep Impact, you know, when it had its ending, so. Uh, Deep Impact. I'm going. If you I'm have not seen that, I got, if you've not seen that movie, that is, I mean, the way how that uh, asteroid hits. The, the, I'm just that saying, poor, the, that, the that words poor, Deep Impact, I, I'm not going. That poor old man reading a newspaper getting, you know, like, you know, blown away by the by the water, but. I'm saying Deep Impact. I'm thinking of something else. I'm not going to say it. Bofa knows what I'm getting at. Oh, yeah. Bofa knows what I'm getting at here. Let's go on, Brandon, before this. Let's go south, more, way more south than. Yeah, uh, let's continue on with results. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Bang them we up. have the NXT Tag Team Championships as Gallus of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, accompanied by Joe Coffey, going up against. The Creed Brothers of Bruce and Julius Creed, accompanied by Ivy Nile. Hey, that theme yep. song, man. I missed uh, that theme song. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, Gallus, still, still on top. As yep. Gallus boys on top. Yep. yep. Ava Rain got involved in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, uh, Ivy now. You know what the ironic part is? Ivy now is feuding with Ava Rain. Ivy now was part of the Titan Games. Who hosted the Titan Games? Dwayne Johnson. Who yep. Is, who is Ava Rain to Dwayne Johnson? Daughter. Yep. And yep. coincidence? Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I knew it was gonna happen. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but then oh my goodness! Well, oh. then we get to the tournament final for the vacant NXT Women's Championship. Better hide your face, Michael. <laughs> yep. Tiffany Stratton goes one on one with Lyra Valkyria. You know, and I know I'm gonna you say know, you're this. telling him to hide his face. You know what? That would probably be a good thing so that way he won't scare up our viewers that he's already been doing. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Well, and with that, Tiffany Stratton is the new NXT women's champion by defeating Lyra Valkyria. Yep. Yep. And no! And let's do it together when he comes back. Okay. Just wait. Did, wait, did you say oh. Tiffany Strat Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's Strat in there, uh, Boba. Strat <laughs> Godfather, he does. Yes. <laughs> yep. What are you eating, Mr. 
black black shirt. <laughs> that's ending as you, Jordan. Oh, it's our. It looks okay. like. Oh, all right, all right, all right. All right. One. And Alex came in. All Trinity Stratton did was make me look stupid. <laughs> hey, hey, Alex, how are you doing? Alex Putnam, my 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 favorite Putnam brother. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, but well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though. Um, Tiffany Stratton winning the title, this is going to put her to the test. Because she said she wants to stay in NXT and learn. And learn and, and grow more. This will help her grow her promos. This will help her grow her skills. And I think it, once she gets better, I may say, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this one, she may end up being better than Charlotte Flair. If she keeps up. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch, but then I know it's a bit of a stretch. She may be are people are mixed on Charlotte Flair's in-ring skills, but then again, that's a pretty, you know, interesting opinion right there. Yeah, because I think I think with Tiffany Stratton could learn a lot more. And if she if she um and if she uh, and uh, keeps going and keep going, she may be, maybe not. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Because she's got, she, she she says she's, when they did like a little out, her out of character interview, she says she's learned a lot from Natalia. She's always picked the brain of Fit Finley and Shawn Michaels. And then again, she's dating Ludwig Kaiser, and I'm sure Ludwig took some time and taught her some moves as well. I would yep. say more ways than one, but you know, but then again. So, but having a heel champion, she because she plays the heart part of the heel very, very good. You know, she's already she's already got um let's see on NXT she's already got a number one contenders battle royal. So mm-hmm. to decide a new a new contender to challenge Tiffany Stratton. So uh, no! No! So uh, hey Brandon, you wascally rabbit Brandon. Brandon. Well, this rain is gonna be short. You think this reign's going to be short? Well, it depends on who's going to be the number one contender to challenge her. Short like your intelligence? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Ouch. Vaya! According to Bofa and Sofa... Me, but thanks. <laughs> according to Bofa, Bofa's proved my point. Uh, but Charlotte can botch quite a bit, but Tiffany's got the ring worked out. I don't know what's worse, short or like the sex life or the intelligence. <laughs> Tiffany's threatened to go back when her bra fell off. Yeah. Talk about a wardrobe malfunction and then a bra fell off. Oh my god. I was thinking maybe Rose's bra fell off when she tried that. Uh, speaking of Mandy Rose, she's co- collaborating with Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, I heard about that, and I also heard Booker T saying that that Mandy Rose should, you know, come back. Yeah. Honestly, I have no problems with Mandy Rose being in, in WWE while doing her her whatever fan page, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Mike. Sorry, Michael. That was, that was just a stupid result. 
Yeah, I know. I yeah. Know. But it is what it is, Michael. And then we got the main event. Yes, the main event for the NXT Championship. Carmelo Hayes defending the title accompanied by usual trick Williams going up against Braun Breaker. I love the fact that Carmelo Hayes and I remember uh, this took place in Lowell, Massachusetts, and Carmelo yep. Hayes is from is from there. And the way his entrance came out, I, I thought it was super cool. And they had the Red Sox World Series trophy, the uh, the Stanley Cup from the Bruins, Celtics in the NBA title, and and the Super Bowl for the Patriots. And uh, and then you get the, um, the NXT title with Melo, which is really super cool. You know. You know what? It's funny this guy brings us up about Sarah Lee. You know, when I heard about the news of, of her cause of death, I was like, why? I mean, I know, you know depression can be a thing, but you have a husband and children. Like, what would have been, what was so bad in your life that you had to take your own life, you know? Yeah, I, I was kind of shocked when I heard that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not trying to judge here. I'm just asking. You know, it's, you know, something, you know, sometimes we don't know a person, you know. That's the thing. But anyway, um, try not to be, I'm not trying to be dark here. Um, let's just, uh, go on. Uh, As far as, uh, the main event is concerned, I knew Braun was not going to win because, like, it's obvious he's going to be called up to the main roster. So yeah, rumor has it that he's he's getting ready for that main roster. I would not be surprised. Like you know, you know, sometimes night after WrestleMania is usually debuts and surprises. They try to move that do that for SummerSlam. Could be night after SummerSlam. What could be at SummerSlam? Remember last year? Um, last year we had Dakota Kai and EO Sky uh, made their debut at SummerSlam. So yeah, on the main roster because they've been toiling around NXT. Dakota Kai was released from the company for a while. Before her main roster jump, so for that to happen, so I would not be surprised if, uh, let's say, Seth Rollins retains the world heavyweight title, issues an open challenge, and Braun Breaker shows up. That could be a thing, though. I mean, if he goes to Raw, I wouldn't really blame him because you're not going to get that much opportunity on SmackDown to be a world champion with Roman there with his part time and ass, you know. Oh yeah. But on the other hand, with Endeavor, they could book Roman in more matches if they wanted to, since they're doing it with Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, whoops! Did not mean to show the lovely comment. That's that's that was not supposed to happen, but it did. But don't do it again. I know that. <laughs> Anyways, um. All right. Yep. But was the match good overall? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean. And then I think you know what happened on NXT. And we it, got oh, the return of Baron Corbin, who's obviously done it after the NXT Championship. Boring Snorbin. Honestly, if they can, you know, repackage him into the Lone Wolf again and have his hair grow back, like you know when he was the when he was Baron Corbin, like the one we liked, then I'd say go for it. Mm-hmm. It's better. I, I'd rather have that. But before we get to AEW Double or Nothing results, uh, let's go ahead and do our, you know, uh, commercial advertisement as we always do with, um, with uh, you know, um, Je- Jesse Carter with the Pro Wrestling Shoot. 
Alex Pars with the 25 and Leon Calvera with the Scorpion Death Drop channel. Yep. And we'll do the AEW Double or Nothing results and we'll have that after these brief messages. Don't go anywhere. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C, and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows, we feature the most entertaining TV shows, and we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy, all created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff, The 25 KAPR TV, only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial. A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And the YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating, no bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at templaking underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Liam Colavera, K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. And we are back. For episode 190 of the Rants and Ray podcast. And thank you to everyone of our usual sponsors before we hit the one hour mark. Now we're on to the second half as we are going to do the results for AW Double or Nothing. So 
I'll go ahead and, you know, cover this since I covered it on my channel. Go ahead. So we had the um, the buy-in with the Hardys, Jeff and Matt Hardy, and alongside Hook defeating uh, Ethan Page and the Guns. And because the Hardys and Hook won, Matt Hardy now owns Ethan Page's contract. Next, for the main show, we got the 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy won by last eliminating Swerve Strickland. And I'm not going to lie, that was actually a pretty interesting battle royal, to say the least. I mean, you don't normally see that on pay-per-views, but hey, it's a first time for everything. Next, we have Adam Cole defeating Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. And it was by referee stoppage. I did not like the finish because, honestly, if you're going to beat somebody, like pin or make them submit, I don't really like that whole referee stoppage thing. And plus, isn't the whole point of an unsanctioned match where there is no stoppage or whatnot, or is it just for no holds barred? Mm-hmm. And they, it says Sabu was the special guest enforcer, but the problem is he wasn't there for the for the beginning. All, I mean, he was there for the beginning, but the thing is he wasn't there for long. I mean, he wasn't even there for the entirety of the match, so... What was the point of him being, you know, enforcer? In fact, what was the point of an enforcer even made for this match? I mean, oh yeah. Then you had FTR retain the AEW World Tag Team Championship from Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, with Mark Briscoe as a special guest referee, and we're about we're probably going to see a program between Mark Briscoe against Jarrett and Lethal, obviously. Then we had Wardlow retain the AEW TNT Championship from Christian Cage in a ladder match, and it was uh, pretty good, to say the least. This one right here, obviously the worst match of the night, was Tony Storm defeating Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's World title. It was over like three minutes and five seconds long. And honestly... It's like as if they're not really even trying anymore for the World Women's title. In fact, it's kind of like with WCW, only at the time, they were like, it was not just that they were male-oriented, it's just that they don't know what to do with their women at the time. It's like as if they don't know what to do with their women in AEW either. But we'll get to that in just a moment. Then we had the House of Black retain the AEW World Trios Championship against the acclaimed with Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Along with Billy Gunn, they uh, retained by pinfall. And finally, we got Jade Cargill retaining her TBS title from Taya Valkyrie. And out of nowhere, any match, any time, smart Mark Sterling, along with Jade Cargill, building up their her ego. Chris Statlander made her return after a serious knee injury. And... Shockingly, beat Jade Cargill under under 50 seconds to win the AWTBS Championship, thus ending the re the the undefeated streak of Jade Cargill up to 60 and one. And we got MJF defeating Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry to retain the AEW World Title in a four-way dance match, which, in my view, was match of the night. Because these four, you know, 
these four were like, you know, pretty much the only thing that probably saved the show, according to Gary. I mean, I didn't really like, you know, most of the matches on here, except for a few. But this one, I have to agree with him, was match of the night. And then you have Anarchy in the Arena match. We got the Blackpool Combat Club defeating the Elite. And this match was crazy. I mean, even though I've heard the last man standing match on NXT Battleground was was huge and crazy, this one, the Anarchy in the Arena match, this was even crazy as well. And then we had a heel turn and a new member into the Blackpool Combat Club, obviously, I think. So, well, I didn't even mention anything about that on um, this past. Kanusuke Takashita, you know, it's Takesta, it's pronounced. Kanusuke Takesta. I'm trying my best here, but anyway, and by the way, they're known as an associate, basically. But again, that's fine. Well. That's pretty much it for Double or Nothing. I pretty much gave this event maybe an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10 due to the fact that there was a lot of great matches. However, there's a few that I did not like. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, um, that's going to be it for the results for all three events put together. Now, before we begin our, our the topics, which I will go last because... I'm the main event. I'll go ahead and give this out real quickly. Starting this coming Sunday will be another week-long marathon of Chill Majority. As you all know the drill, every four weeks, the timing on when they start based on, you know, how the schedule is. And hopefully this will be as good as last month's. And I hope everybody else will be enjoy will enjoy it. You know, the time we'll have, you know, for this week-long marathon on my channel, which will be starting this coming Sunday, and it will be at, I'm hoping it'll be at 8 p.m., depending if I get home from church, but that is just all I want to say right there. So, let's go ahead with our topics. Eric? Eric? Yeah. What the f was that? <laughs> a duck. Scott Steiner hates ducks. <laughs> Especially the Affleck duck. <laughs> Affleck, like, like, <laughs> Thank God we're not ripping off, you know, the whole farting thing from both of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, they 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 they, they stick their microphones up their butts to fart. Yeah, just you you on the other hand don't need a microphone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to do it. Your ass, your ass cheeks can scream. <laughs> yeah, it's like Gary when he has a nuclear explosion. Oh my god. I'm surprised he doesn't have a nuclear warhead like Gary does like, <laughs> <in the> bathroom. His tongue's hurting so much. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, I'll start because 
Oh my goodness. Oh, oh this is a PlayStation funny Two for HD. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Anyways, oh, if I can keep it, keep it together here, I can get it. I can get it done. All right. Um, as most of you guys know, I have decided to do a few, a tweak a few things on my uh, channel, on my show, uh, Eric Lehman Shenanigans in 1977. The state of shenanigan address. I've always tried to do like a mid, like a mid mid month type deal and all that. I was gonna talk about sports and everything else outside the stuff that I do. Then I thought about it and I said, you know what? The final thought thing, I'm going to leave that alone for Jerry Springer. So I'm going to cut out the final thoughts. Like every at the end of every month, I do a video. I want my thoughts on the entire month of, I did the entire month of May. So replacing that will be the state of shenanigan address. That will be my, like the video from like my final thoughts of the month of each month. Like my final thoughts of June of 2023, that will be the state of shenanigan address. Uh, this and I and that opened the door for a new segment from my um Eric Lee Shenanigans in 1977. I did it the first episode of it the other day. It's called Big Beefy E's Boston Sports Beat. And I talked about a little bit how the Celtics blew a chance to make history this past Monday night as they lost to the Heat 103 to 84, which now leads to the Heat against the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. I had my say on it, and plus, I talk about all the other teams, like if there's anything going on in the offseason for the Patriots and for the Bruins. And then I'll tell you what's going on with the Red Sox, which I think they're down one nothing right now. I can check the score on that. So those those two new segments will be part of my channel. And that's what my uh, topic is all about. So uh, be on the lookout for more episodes of those segments. Thank you. All right. Shut up, phone. Oh, it's tied. Okay, good. Thank you. Let's do Pro Wrestler of the Week. All okay. right. Let's go, man. All right. Don't make me laugh. My well. Stomach. My stomach's already hurting. You know that I know. I know one who's definitely not getting it. I'm getting this nomination this week. That Are being sure? Soray and Chris Jericho. Oh. We'll, we'll just leave that out of the window. Who's oh, Soray? No, they're not getting it. Soray and Chris Jericho? Oh, okay. Wait. In terms of this week, we had four women become new champions. Wait, am I the only one who thinks WWE took the Christian with the King of the Ring trophy gimmick and gave it to New Orleans Dark? <laughs> <laughs> I've never really thought of it like that. Yeah. Well, the Heritage comes a lot different than the King of the Ring trophy. That, you know, it's so funny. They gave Edge a trophy. Ever yeah. seen anyone else get a trophy after no. King of the Ring? No, crown on the head. No, exactly. I'm glad they didn't name him King Edge either. Yeah. I'm just glad Brock Lesnar wasn't named King Brock. <laughs> or King Ken Shamrock. There are certain people that never... In fact, we didn't even get King Gun either. 
King Billion or King Ass. King Ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was Mr. Ass, so. We didn't get King Hunter, I, I don't think either. Uh, King Austin? King Austin, there you go. Yeah. God. Only King Mabel has worked so far. Oh, yeah, it worked so far, but, you know, then you go to SummerSlam uh, 95. Yeah. That was yeah. horrible. Mm. Back to the nomination, though. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do another women's division competitor for this one. And I'm sorry, Eric, it's not Tony Storm either. I'll be happy with Oscar. Is it Chris Statlander? Well, let's see. I know for sure it isn't Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> I just said that. No, you said Statlander. No, I said that while you said it's definitely not Chris Jericho or Soraya. I said, I said, I said it's not Tiffany Stratton. Oh but, yeah, and then you said, "Is it Chris Statlander?" And yeah, Eric, that's what I'm guessing. And Eric's guessing it's Oscar. Eric's wrong. Jordy's right. Chris Statlander. She deserves it. Uh, yes. She deserves that. Uh, she deserves it. I have to agree with you there. Plus, I think Lucas came back too. She came back from a huge, from a big injury, was out for a long time, and she comes up for a title shot and wins it. That's that's a big good story to tell. Yes. Absolutely. So but she this was the, originally but she's the one. For, it's funny she's the one that ends Jay Cargill's uh, undefeated streak and her reign as TBS champion. Yeah. yeah. This is supposed to be booked for twenty two for twenty twenty two. Until Statlander got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So. So initially, she was supposed to end, you know, Jay Cargill's reign last year. Yeah. Damn. No wonder they, they stuck with it when she returned. No wonder they've been delaying, you know, title defenses, you know, for uh, for Jay Cargill. That'll be it for. That'll be the nomination this week. So, Brandon, you're at the semi semi main event. Yep, that is true. Because we already know what's going to be coming, though. But, well, once we get there. But, however, we're going to be talking more about the updated roster for AW Fight Forever has been revealed. I heard that Matt Hardy is going to pre-order bonus for both his Hardy Boy and his Broken gimmick. Yep, that is correct. Mm -hmm. Why not his big money gimmick? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's on the video game. I don't know. That's a good question. Who knows? But yeah, basically, we all know that the release date, as mentioned, will be June the 29th. And you can still pre-order the game, though. On Thursday. Yep. Very fitting, though. Mm. And then IGN posted its final preview for the video game, and in the video, new additions to the game's roster were revealed. And they added Andrade El Idolo, Brian Cage, Chuck Taylor, Dustin Rhodes, The Natural, 
how if they put about 116 men in this roster, they could probably have the long, have the largest men's roster out of any wrestling video game in the world. True. Yeah. Suck it, 2K. Jeff Hardy is in this. Of course. John Silver. Okay. He's my tag team partner. At first, I thought you were about to say Cena to be funny, but <laughs> I know. Yes. John I, Silver. He'll be my tag team partner. I'm recruiting him. When I create my character, I'm recruiting him as my partner. <laughs> yes. Lance Archer. Haven't heard. I think he's. Uh, I think he's doing uh, stuff in Japan. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. he's wrecking shop there, man. Yeah, we're going to be W in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Luchasaurus, as mentioned. Malachi Black. The bastard pack. We haven't heard from him for a while. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe All he's, right. uh, maybe he's uh, you know, doing his own thing and back in merry old London, England or something. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know what's up. Well, then again, what would what would all end for this coming August be like without Pac? Oh, yeah. That would be – I think that would be a, be a huge mess right there. Yeah. Oh, yes. We also have Ray Phoenix. We have Riho. Scorpio Sky will be in there. And Wardlow. Probably having visa issues. I haven't heard anything about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said I mean, probably. Which wouldn't surprise me because Wade Barrett had the had the same problem. Oh yeah, again. Oh yeah, you know Danhausen has mentioned what John said in the live chat. Yep, that's part of it. Yes, Danhausen. Yes, Ash Boys. Davis, get the PT Cruiser. Yep, FTR will be a DLC as well, along with Hook. Oh. Then Keith Lee. <laughs> he is limitless. <laughs> then we got another DLC, which is the bunny. The bunny. Yeah, everyone will be there, including Owen Hart will be in the video game, which good. That is, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. We get that. We we finally get to play on hard in a video game since uh, WWF Attitude. Yeah. And Warzone, I believe. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The regular AW Fight Forever will be released, of course, usual Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC on Thursday, June 29th. Those pre-ordered, the Elite Edition, will be able to play on Wednesday, June 28th. Ooh. So there are two versions. The fight, regular Fight Forever and the Elite Edition. Of course they're going to do that. They're, they're, they're going to get more money off the Elite Edition because of the DLC stuff. Mm. Yes. 
Where buys the e-shelf gift cards and start stocking them up. Wait, hold on. I hope the second DLC run will get ROH and NJPW added. I mean, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad idea if they do that. I mean, that'll be good. Not to say, but yes, that will be regarding to my topic regarding to the roster reveal for AW Fight Forever. Oh boy! Oh, my God. Let's let's bail out, folks. This is gonna be. Yep. Yep. So long for now. For the time being. What yeah. Time it's time for me to bask in the spotlight, as it were. Okay, folks. For the last couple of months, I have been dealing with not one individual, but two individuals who have been constantly harassing me in a comment section of an unlisted video I made two years ago. And this was sometime a month later after the exposure of a certain individual on a certain episode of RNR that was the exposure was done by none other than our good friends David St. Dennis and Danny Lewis and another individual I cannot remember. Now, I'm talking about one of these individuals that go by the name of Zach Gagnon, who I would refer to gagging on my balls, Gagnon. And I don't even know uh, what Michael's doing, but hey, I mean, like, he's in the private chat. Um, or Goo Goo Gagnon, yeah, because he's like a big freaking overgrown man-child of a baby. He does not simply know when to move on, let the past be, and learn from your mistakes, which I will get to in just a moment because of an individual saying that he's changed. He's improved. Yeah, we'll see after this video. Freaking cocksucker. And that's towards the individual, the other individual I'm exposing. So. So. Let me check this. Oh, that guy. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Sorry about that. So, if you guys didn't know, this past Tuesday... I got a little agitated on uh, the Popcorn Panel podcast where the end, like Zach Gagnon's friend really irritated me where I kind of, you know, snapped a little bit, but I've already apologized to Victor DelVal, by the way. Hello, Victor, in the live chat. And I'm going to pretty much give you all like every single sort of detail of what I have had to go through regarding the stupid son of a bitch, Zach Gagnon, and his girlfriend, Morgan Nye. So, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go to Messenger between me and David because he is the only person who I have given, you know, screenshots to so that way I can look back. So, this all started right around during my vacation up in Tennessee with my family. And 
Yes, I was, you know, actually, I was actually, you know, having a good time. But then I was actually even having a better time having to expose, or not just expose, but own these guys. So, this is how it all starts, because it's actually in Zach the Artist's um, co uh, comment thread. And by the way, Zach the Artist and Zach the Game Show Fan 2002 are two totally different people. I want to clear that up right now, so in case you guys, you know, get confused. So, he goes like 46 minutes ago while I'm on vacation. He goes, Zach the Game Show Fan, he goes like, Stop! And I'm like, are you kidding me? This was over a year ago. And I even said this. I'm not even doing doing or saying anything about you now, Zach. I've moved on past you, but it seems you haven't moved on, and that makes you a lost cause. Hashtag grow up, hashtag move on. And I will showcase the screenshot right here. So in case you can see it, you can look at it. Now, it all starts with this. Okay? Now. Oh, and guess what he does to try and act like a tough guy? He says, in capitals, shut up. And then he goes, I have moved on. Just don't want, you just don't want to delete this video. First of all, it's not that I just don't want to. It's I just don't want to because your grammar is so stupid. I can't even count the number of times of how many times, you know, how stupid you are. But, hey, that is your own fault, Mr. Gagging on my balls, gagging on. And I said, why should I delete it when it's not even public? This is true, folks. If you go to my unlisted playlist and look at this video, you know, Zach Gagnon exposed, you will note that it is unlisted. Now, granted, why is it on a public playlist? Well, the thing is, I'm just showing all of you people I have nothing to hide. Okay? And I also said, are you that upset about one video regarding you when there are others that have been done? Which is true. And here you go. So, and guess what? And this is him responding to me, why should I delete it? And you know what he says in response? Because Morgan Nye said to delete it. And I also said, besides, this is my channel, so worry more about your channel and worry less about this video. And I said, and I also said, who the hell is Morgan Nye? What does that person have anything to do with this? And uh, he says, whatever. And he's my friend. Really? We'll get to that in just a bit. And I also responded, and does your friend have anything to do with this? No. So don't be bringing, bringing people up into stuff that has nothing to do with them. This is true. You can see right here, he's throwing someone under the bus 
But here's the problem. A few minutes ago, he all th this Morgan Nye person had already gotten himself involved in other comments in my comment section. And even though I don't respond to any of them, this is mostly the comment thread that's mostly the more popular one. And guess what he says in a, in a retaliation? He says, yes, he does, bitch. And this is where Mr. Morgan Nye, Zach Gagnon's boyfriend, shows up. He says, I'm Morgan Nye. Notice my channel picture. Who cares about a damn ch channel picture? Also, it's not my real name because my real name is personal. And... And then there's also him saying, so yes, Zach has a point. Grow up. I'm trying to save all this from happening. Delete your dumb, stupid video. I was going to air bite, but that's not nice. I'm going to use my words. First of all, you're already telling me to grow up, yet, yet you're going at the wrong guy. And yet my video is not stupid because it has information, information that you don't know about. And on top of that, you're you're pretty much going after me for zero to, to no reason. And and by the way, here's um here you go. Okay, so I said, you know, Morgan and I, that Zach is dragging you into something that has nothing to do with you. And you know what else I tell him? You're going to have to kill me in order to silence me. And this video has nothing in capitals, nothing to do with you. And he says, I'm trying to get you to stop making Zach hurt forever. Also, I would never kill you. All right. First of all, you are freaking stupid as all hell because you don't know what I mean. Like when I say you're going to have to kill me in order to silence me, I'm either meaning that as a, you know, hypothetical or I can mean literal because you're going to have to kill me in order to silence me. But I know you would never have the balls to do it considering how you're going to need a sex change in order to have some balls, Morgan, seeing as though you want to be, you know, the balls for Zach Gagnon to Gagnon. So and first of all, how am I making this guy hurt forever? I have literally said nothing else towards him ever since then. The only time I ever did was a year ago, and only because he was responding on a different channel that he deleted. So again, how am I making this guy hurt forever? He's the one coming back over and over and over looking at the video. But I replied, you have no idea half the crap Zach has done. If he really, if he was really a friend to you, he wouldn't involve you with his past mistakes and white knight for him like a boyfriend. Besides, I'm not harassing him on a daily basis. This is true, and you don't, and you can't prove that I'm still hurting him because I don't talk, nor do I associate with your so-called bitch-ass friend slash boyfriend. And just so we're clear, I'm only saying that to only trigger him. All right, I'm not trying to say that to sound homo-hating, or whatever the sort. This is a fight you can't and won't win with me. By the way, keep commenting. 
you're just adding more views to the video and you are making it so much worse for Zach than it already is for him. That is also true. Look at that right there. How am I making Zach hurt forever? Well, I'm making him hurt even more with this exposure. So, and there's not really that much Morgan or Zach can do. So, then he says, he's not my boyfriend. He's an online friend. In fact, I'm leaving this argument. Goodbye. And I said, bye, LOL. And guess what, what Zach says? He says, Morgan Nye is a boy, not a girl. Wow. Are you sure he's a boy? Anyway, and I replied to Zach saying, you are slower than a turtle. He is. I mean, he is that stupid. Like, his intelligence is probably the same size as a shoe size, you know? I called you Morgan's boyfriend as an insult, but since you confirmed that your friend is a he, although I highly doubt he's a male willing to fight your battles that you're starting, and that makes you the girlfriend. There you go. And what does Morgan have to say? He says, I come back. I'm, I'm a male and happy to not be female. Please do not think that again. Okay. Get this. I've said this. Morgan, you come off as a Karen. And once again, keep commenting. You're just giving me more views on this video, LOL. And I also said, hold up, Morgan. And I even, you know, uh, quoted his comment saying, I'm a male and happy not to be female. Wow, you're against women, LOL. Now, get this, folks. I'm going to let you look at this real quick, okay? You see this, what I have to put up with here? Now look at this comment right here. The one where it says, I come back, I'm a male and happy not to be female. Please do not think that again. Basically, you're coming off as a sexist that you're, that, you know, you're, you're happy not to be female, you know? I mean, and by the way, here's another one. You ready for this? Look closely. He deleted his comment. Let's let's swipe back right here. This is before. This is after. Before. After. Yeah, nice try playing the Barbara Streisand effect, Morgan. And he says, no, I think girls are cute. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole because you're not specific on what kind of girls you like. And I also called him out saying, oh my God, you you're, you deleted your comments. I already took screenshots. You are screwed, LOL. I mean, I got, I got enough 
on him. And he says, then he says this, okay, how about I'll stay here. We'll be nice and not start, uh, not can us. Also, if you do not like Zach, why don't you, why don't you not bother him or don't watch his videos? Okay, folks, I'm going to look back on the live chat right now because I want to see what you guys are saying. Okay, good. Can I ask you people in the live chat? Have I not confirmed that I do not watch this guy's videos, Zach Gagnon's videos? Have I not confirmed that I do not watch his content nor go to his channel to harass him? Go ahead and say yes or no in the live chat if I'm telling the truth. Because I'm telling you, I have never dealt. I've never dealt with with such with such you know idiots in my entire life. So, like, tell me if I have if I have been harassing Zach Gagnon. I don't think you would. No, I have not. In fact, here's the thing: what would I have to gain from harassing this kid? I don't get anything. Okay, that's three no's. Thank you very much. Just trying to build some interaction in live chat just to, you know, to help prove a point. But yeah, you get the general idea. Oh, and by the way, look how he spells this word chaos. Look at this. This guy obviously failed in algebra during, you know, school, I bet. Porky Pig would be insulted. <laughs> and I even said this in capitals. Are you freaking serious? I even roasted the hell out of this guy. I was so mad. I even had some certain words capital, cap, you know, in capitals. I said, I don't watch his videos. I don't bother him. And I don't like anyone who comes off as a constant troublemaker towards me and my friends. This is true. You, I said in capitals, you came here to start chaos. By the way, you spelled chaos wrong by saying canos, which isn't even in the English dictionary. Your friend, your friend in capitals, doesn't have to watch my videos or look at my channel. He, yet he, in capitals, chose to start with me in this comment section by dragging you, in capitals, into this. And in capitals one more time, again, for the third time, I'll say this has zero in capitals to do with you in capitals. So again, how am I bothering him in all capitals when clearly he in all capitals is bothering me in all capitals? If he in all capitals wants to be a better person and learn from his mistakes as you in all capitals claim, then He's doing a great job proving you wrong. And if you want proof, then allow me to explain one more time. He, in all capitals, chose to come here to bother me. He, in all capitals, chose to come here and request this video to be removed. He, in all capitals, chose to drag you 
into something for the fourth time has nothing in all capitals to do with you in all capitals. And he, all, both words in capitals, chose to have you fight his battles for the past three damn days. So there, you and all capitals have it. Zach Gugu Gagnon hasn't changed one damned bit. The fact that he's using you as his white knight makes me feel sorry for you. But then again, you, in all capitals, made your choice to come here, and I didn't come to your channels. You, in all capitals, and him, in all capitals, came here to start something with me, in all capitals. My advice is to cut ties with Zach while you can, because he's only dragging you down. But that probably won't happen, which is fine, because I'm not doing anything wrong that you can't prove otherwise. And again, the more you comment, the more views that on this video adds up. And deleting your comments don't make a difference. So, yeah. And I was dealing with this while I was on vacation. And the fact that I did not lose my intelligence proves that I'm a very, you know, a very strong-willed individual. And this happens three weeks later, I think. But then again, you never know what the timeline. He says this, delete this video so me and Zach can happier. I think it's you and Zach can be happier. But then again, you probably can't do right because you probably need something that, what's that word I'm looking for? Oh yeah, Grammarly. And I said, how about you and Zach go away, Morgan? That will make me happier. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Look at this guy and his grammar. He can't even say a proper sentence right. And so... Again, this is what he says, and I, I'm like in my head. What, what is this kid on? Like, seriously. He says, fine, we'll both delete our comments. What? We'll both delete our comments. I even said this reply. It's too late, Morgan. I screenshot everything. You can't just delete all the comments like they didn't happen. You two have been harassing me over a damn video, and you didn't last a month before you started running your damned mouth again. You want to move on? Then quit commenting. Do these imbeciles really think deleting comments is going to change the past? No. No. And this is what, and so this is what 
what I what happened. This is what he said this past Tuesday, okay? And this was before the Popcorn Panel podcast went live on David's channel. He says, fine, goodbye. And you know what I said in response? Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, Morgan. There you have it. So, folks... Let's see the live chat right now. Did he really put canos instead of chaos? Yes, he did. Then again, my grammar isn't great either. Yeah. That's about as bad as calling a movie director chaos. Oh, wait. The guy who made Ballistic X versus Sever did that. <laughs> By the way, there's a thing called Grammarly. Yes. Or pit off. And he said he'd be... Cons- be a contestant on on the prices right last year, but he didn't. Wow. Can happier. Oh dear God. Yeah. I use Grammarly, even though my grammar is good. <laughs> That's funny. Hashtag Streisand effect. Hunter Hughes. Exactly. Which video is this? It's the um, Zach Gagnon exposed on my channel. And if you go to my unlisted playlist and scroll down or scroll up, depending on which, um, it, where it's at, you, you'll find it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, Eric. Zach's hurting himself, and his so-called friend is probably making it worse. Yes, he is. Yes, he is, uh, Mr. Beauregard. He is. Not probably he is definitely making it worse. Yes. Two words, my drop. Oh, it's not even yet there yet. First of all, Zach Gagnon, do yourself a favor and go yourself. You're the one who came into the comments section wanting to start something with me. Me. I did not go to you. I have been minding my own business, making my content, doing what I do best with live reactions to AEW Rampage, doing Rant and Raid with Brandon, doing the Popcorn Panel podcast with Victor. And yet I have to have an asshat like you just, you know, make comments thinking like, I need to stop. I need to leave you alone. I have not been harassing you. You do not have proof that I have. I do. I just showcased it on this on this panel, on this stream. And there is not a damn thing you can do to stop me. And as far as your little boy toy, uh, Morgan Nye goes, let me just say this to you real quick, quickly. You are what's wrong with society, okay? Your grammar it is what's wrong with society. Your existence is wrong is what's wrong with society. And you in general are what's wrong with society. I can't even think straight without having to having you in my comment section going on like delete this video so me and Zach can be happier. How about you go go somewhere far away, somewhere far away, land nice and on a cacti with zero lube around it and land butt first. Maybe you'll be happier because you might like it up your anus that much. So, Morgan and I, I am the last person you you want to mess with. So do yourself a favor. Go yourself. Go play in traffic with Zach and leave me alone. Or I'm going to do another exposure on this again. And it will be the last one regarding Zach. You know why? Because it's my God-given right to do so. 
and there's not anything you can do about it. Not Zach, not you, nobody. There's your mic drop right there, Hunter. All right, you guys can come on back. I'm done. If you guys have any thoughts on this, go ahead and say it now because we're going to close the show in just a few minutes. Well, I already had them blocked just in case because I know how crazy people like these two get. Oh, you're friends with this person? I don't like you. Just because right. it's guilty by association don't mean nothing. I mean, yeah. see, the thing is, you don't have anything to do with this. I expose yeah. the, these these bastards, okay? Yeah. If you have a problem with me, anybody, if right. you have a problem with me, take it with me. Exactly. Don't go after my friends. Exactly. That's why I had them blocked. I know because people, people will do, people will do whatever it takes. And are they the weakest link? Oh my God! No, no, no! They're the, no, they're they're the weakest link in humanity. Than anybody else. Finally, they win a game. Jeff. You know what, David? You you just missed one hell of an exposure, kid. Yeah. Finally, we won. It's a miracle. Oh my god. Okay. Anything you got to say, Michael? Before we uh, close out? No. Okay. What about you, Brandon? All I got to say is, Zach, you don't want to move on. I know you don't, but keep doing this it's gonna bite you on the ass in the long run so and morgan and i go suck dick yeah well actually that's what he that's what he's been doing with zach ever since he popped up in my comment section yeah and you zach and morgan how about you go play in the street and get run over by a truck Oh my God, that would be a dream come true. You know what? Yes, and I, I know. Feel it's sad that you had to bar. go through. I feel sad that you had to go through this crab joint. Hey, it's fine. And the thing is, I've been holding this off for weeks and months until the right moment was present. And you know what? They just made it a whole lot worse for themselves than they did for me. In the words, I have no idea who they are, and you don't want to know. But if you want to hear, if you want to see the exposure. By all means, you can watch it yourself after the after you watch the replay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In the word in immortal words of Stephen A. Smith. Fact, you know what? Don't ever anybody who wants to mess with me, don't even think about crossing me in, in my path. Because if you get getting between my crosshairs, you're done. I've already done it to a few other people before, including a few other people behind the scenes. And at the end of the day. It's not a matter of how, how you win or lose. It's how you play the game. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, stay off the weed. Yes. In fact, you know what? You know what? Since I've, uh, since I've got the power of a, of, a, of a mod in the live chat, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. 
Okay. You know what? Oh, boy. How about I sent and you guys a lovely link to, you know, Morgan Nye's DeviantArt. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wanna, you want to keep messing with me? Yeah. Just to, just to teach your bitch-ass a lesson? Thank God I'm not, not a doxer, just so we're clear. Because I'd be a, be a monster. There. And by the way, look at his lovely artwork that he's got. Even though he's ripping off the off the you know wheel of fortune wheel. So yeah. You guys want to see his lovely work and wanna chastise him? You guys can go ahead. I don't know who said get off the weed, but whoever it was, you gotta chuckle out of me the way you said it. <laughs> That was a Stephen it's, A. Smith there. Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith. I was trying to do a Stephen A. Smith. Uh, yeah, look at look at the pictures he's got on his Deviant Art. It's it's the it's from Wheel of Fortune, and he's basically ripping that off. Yeah, I'm. It's not even hit his thing. In fact, he's not even using anything that's like trying to base off of it. it looks like Sony is going to file a lawsuit over that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, there you go, folks. This is what happens when you cross my paths. Bye bye. Ah, son of a anyway. Well, folks, I just came into a Steve Wilco's exposure. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, if you think that's bad, let me tell you something. I just you know, Steve Wilco's. Instead of one person, I was going after two. Anyway, if you're going to use an image or something, give credit where credit is due. Exactly. Otherwise, what you're using is called plagiarism. Yes. Dear children. Two for the price of one. Or rather, in this case, after tonight, two for the price of none. <laughs> Because they're nothing to me. Yeah, nothing. I don't go to these dickheads' channels. The only the only reason why I went to this guy's channel was to give out the DeviantArt link, link. So there you go. All of you can have at it, and you guys can, you know, chastise the hell out of them if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, folks, thank you for joining us for episode 190 of the Rant Ray Podcast. Also, in 10 weeks, we will hit 200 episodes. If you like this episode, give it a thumbs up for your good old pal, Jordy Scow. Also, be sure to like like this episode and also to subscribe to the channel. And also comment if you missed your chance to live chat. And also, if you're new to the channel and subscribe and just hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified when Brand does a... You shut up. <laughs> Whenever we're shutting up, Mama Bear, because we're ending the show. Yes. Whenever he does an upload, a premiere, or a live stream at all times. Same goes for Eric Lima Shangans in 1977 and Michael Bombarder and yours truly, uh, the Youngblood Outsider, Jordy Scout, aka J Man's Legit. With that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for your very tomorrow. So, yeah, good night, everybody. Check out my big BPE Boston Sports Beat, my new segment. Yes, and with that, keep ranting, raving, 
God One bless. more thing before I get out of here. Both Zach and Morgan, go fuck yourselves. And with fuck that, it. yes. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah!